Do you want your parents to be happy? Do you do what you should for your parents? Do you obey the duty to honour your parents? Do you even have a duty to honour your elders? It's nearly universal in all the religious traditions of the world. And so many of those religions are here in Australia. So how do you explain the paradox that the abuse of elders is on the rise, like financial abuse? Can you imagine the shame and despair of being abused by your own son or daughter? Just take a listen to what Age Discrimination Commissioner Kay Patterson had to say this week to Frank Kelly on RN Breakfast. One example is of a son who moved in to help his father renovate the house and then got his enduring power of attorney. He then sold the house, delivered his father who was in an emaciated state to his sister just in the clothes he stood in and drove off with the money. And this story after story, the number of calls to hotlines is doubled in the last year we have figures for. Tamana Dekeek, what kind of a mind does that to any human being, let alone a, a parent? Look, James, um, I've spent the past couple of weeks, um, a few days in hospital with my grandmother, and I've been reflecting on this a lot. Um, unfortunately, just witnessing the number of people in hospital that are not getting visitations by their family members, we are neglecting, we are abusing, and we are forgetting our elderly. And for me, that's very hard to reconcile with my faith tradition, which has an imperative to honour the elderly. I think the root question is, how do we measure human value? And unfortunately, in our society, the value of a human being is based on economic utility. And when people retire and when they're not working anymore, they start to lose their relevance in community. And, and if they're sitting in a million, two million dollar house, that adds a... Uh a further complication, as we're seeing in this case of elder abuse. Absolutely. And it seems like we only need the elderly when we can benefit from them financially. But I think we forget that the elderly connect us to tradition. The elderly connect us to history. Uh, they can teach a lot to ourselves about ourselves. I mean, my conversation with my grandmother are always quite insightful. They don't have the um, social complexes that younger people do. They've kind of gotten through those issues and they can speak more openly. I think we need to bring the elderly back into the spotlight. I think we're missing a lot if we don't. Richard Leonard, you have contact many times with the elderly and the people who surround them, but you've said many times, unfortunately, that's at funerals, not when they're actually alive. It would be so much nicer if they visited before the funeral. I want to begin a lot of funerals by saying uh, to the congregation of 400 people, uh, when I've been seeing that person in the nursing home for the last four years, I want to say to that congregation, where the hell have you been? Why did you take the day off work to come to this person's funeral when you didn't bother to go and see this person for the last four years? Now, I know that's a very harsh judgment, but this is a person who wept because their children didn't come and see them. They weren't taken out at Christmas or Easter. They didn't get a visit on their birthday. And then I go to do their funeral and all of a sudden we're sending bouquets of flowers. Well, why didn't you do that last week? It appalls me. We've got to make room both mentally, physically, personally, spiritually for the elderly in our lives. Tamana, if you had to make a, a prediction, would you say that elder abuse is going to get better or worse as we head into the future? Look, I like to be hopeful, so I hope that if we can draw attention to the issue, it will get better. I know you're not allowed to gamble, but if it was a bet, <laughs> would you be hopeful or it's realistic? It's not looking good. It's not looking good. What about you, Richard? I certainly know that um, with house prices, with pressure, with mortgages, um, 
I do, I have actually heard people say, well, it would be really convenient if mum or dad died now so we could get their inheritance, we could get the house. And, you know, that's that's some moral pressure. And uh, and I, I, I worry about that greed. I can give you an even more shocking example. Uh, it was disclosed in the memoir of a official of the Department of Immigration. He explained that there was a family. The grandmother was an illegal immigrant. The rest of the family were permanent residents, but they didn't want the grandmother anymore. She was frail, infirm, not a word of English, and barely able to communicate in Vietnamese. They kept on ringing up the department saying, we have an illegal immigrant in the house. This guy was the case officer. Oh, my goodness. He repeatedly put the file on the bottom of the pile. He, he just couldn't do it. But it blows the mind. I think it comes back to what we value. Who do we value? What do we value? How do we value it? And, uh, and perhaps why do we value them? Yes. Why do we value it? And I think it ties back to an earlier conversation about the happiness industry. You know, uh, that relationships shouldn't be too demanding. See, the elderly are going to make demands on your time. They're going to make demands on your well, patience. Get used to Sometimes, it. you know, they're incontinent. They're going to make demands on on all sorts of things right across the board. And, yeah, well, and, and I think the, we've got to be ready for those demands. And I think uh, we've got to embrace it. Man, the kids gave the parents trouble at the beginning. Absolutely. Parents have I, only got to get their own back. It's only natural. Yeah. And I think also, I think if we think that what we're going to get from the elderly is um, cooperation or things like that, sometimes that's not the case. But I think that I've been saying this to my family, that we need our grandmother more than she needs us right now um, because of the lessons that we learn, even sitting by her bedside and stroking her forehead and reflecting on the meaning of life and thinking that one day that's going to be me, uh, forces us to ask those bigger existential questions as to where am I going and what's next. And so I feel like spending time with my grandmother, in a, even in a moment when she can't do much or say much, is a spiritual experience. Mm. And so for as long as we are just seeking physical gratification or financial satisfaction, we're not going to see the value that the elderly bring to us. Solicitor Tamana the Keek, Jesuit priest Richard Leonard. It's our end, God forbid. <laughs>